now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends with the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuplex.com. BWB, what's up? Welcome to the September 28th edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just, uh... Well... Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 That's it. That's trying to stay away from them frosters and scammers. <laughs> I, I did. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, I, I mean, what? Okay, so where do we start? Because like, there's we had it. We missed last week. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about Clash of Champions. We had Clash of Champions. Yeah, we had a. We had that. The worst. Rated raw ever. Well, it was. Well, I don't really care about the rating, but it was mediocre. And like, and it was. And yeah. I thought it was super mediocre, given the fact that like I didn't watch it live. Yep. So like, with no commercials, it was still dry. So I was like, oof. Imagine that. And then SmackDown. SmackDown. So SmackDown was a good show. But like, I don't know. It feels like if Monday Night Raw is not like at least average, it still feels like just a bad week of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like SmackDown hours. has to come in and just like clean it up, but there's not enough time on SmackDown. SmackDown can only be responsible for SmackDown. They can't be responsible for Raw and SmackDown. Um, so we had the Clash of the Champions pay per view. Kevin Owens retained the championship. Clash of Champions. Take that back. Got take the, of the champions. Out. You know that sounds too WCW. Yeah, you know um, they're doing a lot of things like WCW these days. Uh, you know, three hour show. Five hours of programming, never-ending authority figures, cruiserweight division, you know, just among some of the things. Uh, what's up to Chad Matthews? I was on his podcast this week uh, discussing Clash of the of Champions. Um, his podcast came out earlier today, getting a lot of love on it, so shouts out to Chad. Um, we had the pay-per-view. Kevin Owens retained the title. We have a new United States champion in, in Roman Reigns. Uh, Sami Zayn lost to Chris Jericho The women uh, Charlotte retained the title Over Bailey and Sasha New Day retained New Day retained uh, Officially burying the club Deep into the abyss Perkins retained Perkins retained And was there one more match? Or was that all? Mm, uh, Nia Jax obliterated Alicia Fox Yes she did um, On the pre-show So um, I guess we can just start with the main event then uh, some folks were, I guess the crowd was a little quiet during the main event. I feel like everyone was kind of on guard, uh, and they were kind of afraid to commit during that match, and we all kind of figured that some foolishness was coming, because I didn't think they were going to let, you know, Rollins come out there and just, just have the head up with Owens and just lose straight up. Right. Uh, what do you make of the Jericho interference and then also the Stephanie element? Uh, it makes sense after... He gets a W over Sami Zayn that he's out there and they're back, you know, pushing Jericho. Uh, 
it would be nice if they actually competed in the tag team division in with the addition of Cesaro and Sheamus as a tag team. Like the tag team division could actually look like worth a damn. Uh, but we'll see where it goes. Jericho's done so much good work in like the that promo segment that they did of the uh, highlight roll that was fantastic. Yeah, Zayn smashed so, shot that man too. Yes, 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 he did. Um, I think it's like just a chapter one of the story. There's more to come. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, everything revolves back to the authority and Mick Foley being the dunce. Uh, who just well, now it's 100% clear. Yeah, I think we were speculating on that before. Like, like Foley's out here ready to put his neck on the line and alienate all the superstars after saying, you know, to trust her. I think Foley ends up like like a reluctant heel at some point. I feel like he's even worse now because she flat out made him tuck his tail on mm-hmm. Raw. Like, what happened left, with that like segment? Because I, I watched the debate Monday. I uh, didn't catch the middle portion of Raw. Okay, so she, as you know, um, in the after show of Night of Champions, there was a little quick thing where Stephanie is walking towards the limo. Triple H walks out the limo. They exchange a kiss, and then they both get in the limo and drive off. Mm-hmm. Which leads you to believe they're like... Oh, they set this up. All the shit that Stephanie says, I haven't talked to... St- Hunter for X, you know, since this, then and the third, and I don't know, and you know, well, I'm, I've been lying. I've been embarrassed by my by my husband, and please believe me, Mick, you know, all this kind of stuff, and um, so Mick confronted her about it, and she goes, um, he was there, he and um, he asked me how the show went, I answered, I got in the car, and I walked off. We don't discuss business. Basically, like, given the front, like, they don't discuss business. Then, uh, given the promos that Mick had gave to explaining that now Sheamus and Cesaro, because of their match and them putting each other through hell, there can't be an eighth match, a deciding match, so we're going to make you tag teams and you guys are going to fight for the titles. That'll be your championship opportunity. The epitome of 50-50 booking. He said that he, you know, explained, yeah, that's, I mean... We're going to go to a best of seven and no one wins. Woo! Yeah. So. Oh, that was the other match on the show. Oh, that's the one we forgot? Yep. Oh, okay. The best, best match. The best match of the car. Yeah. Yeah, go figure. That's still the, the shit finish. So, um, he goes and uh, he explains that, you know, earlier in the night that he was with those two after they beat the hell out of each other. And so Stephanie brings up the fact that you think with your heart, not your head, you're the uh, commissioner of Raw. Um, nowhere does it say MD in your t- t- uh, resume description or title description. Uh, when they went backstage and they were beat up, uh, we have do- we have top of the top flight doctors that handle that. Your ass should have been out there to stop the refs, um, to to stop the ref shenanigans because you know at the end of the match, Stephanie had to come out there with a ref and it was per- you know and instead of to Rollins getting screwed and she was like, well, it's, this all looks like. All the circumstantial evidence of Triple Triple H showing up. You come out with the ref at that perfect time for always to take advantage of it. Yep. Um, and what led to it beforehand that led to Owens winning title on that Raw. It looks like you guys are in cahoots, hint, cahoots again, and y'all just acting like it's a, you know, and like it's just all coincidences. And he goes, she goes, well, if you had done your job, there's none of this would ever happen. 
and basically said like you need to you know you're not you're not on the ball you know if you want to we can we'll gladly move you on to be an ambassador again but if you want this job you need, your, you need to do your goddamn job like she basically just like she literally pulled just, his card like it was like every other brow beating that Stephanie's done to somebody except uh. like but it was behind it was um in the back, so like it was more like one on one personal conversation of me just like giving you the business, working you over like a speed Damn. bag. So he's like, so he's like, the look on his face is like he literally was like, "Hey, what the fuck?" He went from "What the fuck" to "I'm sorry," like without saying "I'm sorry." Like if he had, like if he had said "I'm sorry," I would have turned off. Like I would have turned off the the copy of Raw I had and been like, "I'm done. Like, I can't watch this." How so much longer can this Stephanie thing go on? As long as they want it to be. Yeah, going on. It's it's just that that's so disheartening. Like no one ever gets her. I mean, she took a spear at WrestleMania. She but... took a spear at WrestleMania, and uh, Vicky threw her in the tub of crap with her. Yeah, but that's oh, and the arm bar from Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania thirty one. But that's really about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Stephanie's depressing. Like she was supposed to get her come up. It's at SummerSlam 2014. It didn't happen. He will turn. Nikki Bella was that 14 or 15? I can't. Remember. That was 14. Okay, yeah. And yeah. then Nikki comes out there, and then they go on to have the worst feud of all time. Yeah. Uh, so, it... so elsewhere on the card, um, Roman Reigns uh, defeated Rusev for the United States Championship, and now they're gonna wrap Roman Reigns in the flag. Um, that seems to be the next strategy on the get Roman Reigns over thing, and I think especially with the uh, the Colin Kaepernick issue uh, in this country, uh, they will you know they're saying how prideful people are about the flag and you know cool. But what do I got to do with the U.S. title? But they're gonna because they put a gonna flag wrap, on the title. Yeah, they have a flag on the title. He's the champion of the United States, James. So you know he's gonna he de- he defeated the evil foreigner and he won back our pride and joy and we should celebrate this man, James. But what about every time those two come together and we're rooting for the and people are rooting for the Bulgarian that's from Russia? They don't know that, you know. Vince is not listening to that, James. Okay. You know, um, they uh, I I think they're gonna wrap him in the flag and Daros the boo. Well, and if not, you're you're not patriotic. Well, they're going to lose that that bet or that dare because people are going to boo Roman Reigns and yeah, like him having a having secondary title is not going to do it. Oh, I think it's the thing everyone wanted, but it's in reverse order. Like this is what should have happened at WrestleMania 31. Like Roman Reigns should have been the guy to beat Rusev instead of Cena, probably. Yeah, and for the U.S. title, and then he would have probably probably been ready for the main event this year. Well, at WrestleMania, this will honestly going back when the Rusev things, the Rusev streak was going on and on and on. We got to probably like October ish. I think we all thought like, oh, we all were nudgingly joking and rolling our eyes, saying, oh yeah, that's definitely meant for Cena. He's going to knock out the big bad foreigner like it, like he's <laughs> like his Hulk Hogan circa nineteen eighty four. And then they fucked around and did it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they brought Rusev in a tank. <laughs> yes, the day Rusev came out on the tank was the day Rusev won me over forever. Because before that, we used to kill Rusev. We're back. We had some technical difficulties, but yeah, Rusev. Um, he, I love Rusev. 
and I think he's a great performer. Uh, he's, he's fully committed in his role. Uh, I wonder if he gets a main event shot at some point, if he ever gets a title shot. Hopefully not with Roman Reigns, and hopefully not for 20-plus minutes. <laughs> like, they've done two of these. Neither of them have been, like, uh, the most fun thing to watch. I like the match that they had in Night of Champions, or Clash of Champions, excuse me. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was like, especially um, at the end, it picked up really well. Um, I don't have, I don't have a problem with, with uh, Reigns winning the U.S. title. Same like, here. Like, they needed something for Ralph Russo to do besides being, like, the guy he was just two years ago. Yeah. So, like, maybe Russo gets to nudge up towards the end of the year, gets a title shot against someone, or he can look strong going into the Royal Rumble. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus had a knockdown... Good old slobber knocker. Two big dudes went in there, beat the hell out of each other, and Cesaro damn neared himself uh, with that dive when oh he hit his God. feet on the ropes. That was the scariest thing I've seen, and keep like I have seen in a minute. And keep in mind, like I'm also the guy that like somehow, somehow I keep coming around and finding these videos. And actually, I'm sorry, they find me. Of these idiots that love to do like they get on top of like tall, like get on top of like tall buildings like skyscrapers or hang off the ledges of like cliffs and like they want to do pull ups and stuff. And you're like, all it takes is like one, you know, your arm. Gust of wind. All it all it takes is yeah, the right gust of wind, and you have no chance of surviving. Like (laughs) no chance. Like. You know, like, it's just, I, I just can't stand it. You ever see people, like, doing all, like, the parkour stuff, like, and hanging between, like, like hanging between stuff? I just can't, from, like, up 50 feet plus in the air, or 50 stories up in the air, I just can't. Like, and that kind of squeamishness, I felt, was, like, nothing compared to when I saw Cesaro's head hit the, hit the mat like that, and I thought, oh, my God, he... Like, he might have just, like, crushed his spinal column. Right. Like, like cord. I, I thought he was done. Like, that could be mess around and be an injury for him that, like, it leaves him okay for the moment, but ultimately dooms him, like, less than a year from now. Like, where he has, like, damage. Like, yeah, remember when he fought Sheamus? He had to, you know, he was okay for that moment, but he's got to go get that fixed. Eventually. That is absolutely, that absolutely could be his, you know, figuring out, like, you're right. That could be his edge spearing, uh, spearing uh, one of the Hardy Boys off of uh, the la- off of the yeah the, the from, ladder and the like off the ladder from whatever dude that, was hanging off of and la- that TLC match. Yeah, and Daniel Bryan got the, got the stinger, you know, who ultimately you know started all his issues. That could be something for Cesaro. Lita landed on her head in similar fashion. <sighs> yeah, Stone Cold getting dropped on his head. <sighs> yeah, um, so. We'll have to keep an eye on that with Cesaro. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> like that's why I still don't like, even though I know it's a a mat. But like that burning hammer thing, I was like, I can't believe they're letting them do this. Yeah. Like, there's got to be, there's no way that Vince saw that and be like, "Y'all prove that." <laughs> it had to be something they just pulled out and didn't know they couldn't, they weren't allowed to do. Yeah. Um. What else they have at Night of Champions? They had uh, the New Day absolutely buried the club six feet deep. The club are finished. Oh, absolutely done. Okay, are they done as as working a a match with them, or are they done as just like title contenders, serious guys, anyone that they could have so got you think, hot? So you think they're like 
So you think they're like shining stars level now? No, I don't think they're shining stars levels. But you just they're, say they're not title contenders. Yeah, they're not title contenders. That's fair. Like they're. I still think they're the third best tag team on Raw, though. Yeah. I mean, until this these newlywed couple we have right here. Yeah, Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah. Um, what do you make of the, the the making of a tag team? We didn't well, discuss yeah. that. Um. Does that like what does that mean? Like, are you turning Cesaro back hill, or what are you doing? Because like, he's I, been I fa- he's been face for a while now. Yeah, he has been, but Sheamus has been heel. For, he's been face for like. Around the same time, pretty much they've nah, they've like, been in their roles. Okay, like Cesaro was a Cesaro was Cesaro was a face at WrestleMania Thirty, right? He was heading towards being a face, and then they made him a heel again the next night. Wait, they turned Jack Swagger the face in that feud. They split them, remember? right? But, but who was the heel? Who was the heel? And who was the they face? They were both in heels. What? They were both heels because he was with Paul Heyman. They tried to keep him heel. Yeah, it was stupid. Okay. Yeah, I just... Oof. Yep. All right. And then <laughs> um, Sheamus has been healed for like a year and a half now. Yep. They could be turning Sheamus back. Because I heard I, I he works some house shows as a face. I think... I think there's a good chance that this is like... There's no way they're going to keep them together. Like, <laughs> they have to like turn on them or something like, and lead to one final match. Yeah, I think this might be a Y two AJ situation. Right, like it might last longer, but you get my drift. Right, um, enemies they link up and then somebody screws somebody and then they're fighting at each other's neck again. Speaking of uh, folks at each other's neck, the women's match: Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey. Um, Charlotte won this match with a big boot, and we both, two big boots. We both kind of just like rolled our eyes. Like I guess she's using this big boot finisher now. I I would think there would be no. something better that she could use. No, like that's not like you're putting people away with front kicks. Yeah. Like I don't like what's wrong with bow to the queen. Like I don't understand. Like that's a really nice looking finisher. I don't get it. Yeah. I, like she can't put people away with the moonsault. Maybe they they want something just like quick. They they want to treat the big boot like it's a super kick or something oh, like that. God. Those things we don't even treat the we don't even respect the bro kick like that. But we're gonna put a we're gonna have I do people. the bro kick be putting putting people out. Okay, fair enough. Like, you know what? I take that back. Bro kick be putting people out of there, right? But okay, but that's a just a jumping front kick, correct? And there's still power being generated. Like she's just like sliding by with the boot. It's pretty much like it's pretty much just a leg. It's pretty much just a boot clothesline. The equivalent of a clothesline <laughs> with a boot. Um. Bailey was defeated. Yeah. Should she have taken the pin? No. Sasha should have taken the pin. I tend to agree with you on that. Um, like, I don't if they've decided Sasha's not going to be the champion right now, and Charles going to hold it, wouldn't you want to keep Bailey fresh? Like, you know, a little bit more? I would but think that only makes sense. Their issue is they don't have another woman. So... You see Bailey on Raw, and she was wrestling a jobber. And you see Sasha come out, and she asked for a title match. And Charlotte rightly and smartly says, I've been you time after time after time again. And you want a title shot. Hmm. Okay, I'll give you one next week. 
What? <laughs> I don't. I, I beat you for the title. I beat you in a triple threat match. Um, what do I owe you? I don't yeah. understand. Um, but whatever. They're going to run this back, and this leads me to leave like they're going to burn out all the matches very fast. Well, yeah, that was a given, you know, seeing that what they're doing with um, Naya and she's in her own universe. Is, yeah, and, just killing killing women. But like, I don't know what they plan on doing here if I don't I don't I don't know, like I I just don't get it. Like I just don't. Like you could have mm-hmm. done the Bailey Charlotte thing. And actually, like, set up Bailey for what she's going to be as a character. And um, have Sasha take some time off because apparently she's still hurting some. Mm-hmm. And she could, or she could have put her, or you could have put her in there with Nia Jax, which, I mean, if she's hurt, I don't think you want to do that. But <laughs> you catch my drift. Like, one of those two. Have to fight Nia Jax. Yeah, like, there's no other woman unless you're going to bring back Emma or Summer Rae. I think they gotta put him on Raw. Like they have to. I I, I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, you know they could use Dana Brooke. You know, but apparently, but you know, apparently they don't want to do that. They, they're trying to save that for WrestleMania. Yeah, because that won't be an awful fucking match. Yeah, I I hope that is just bullshit. Uh, this whole Charlotte versus Dana Brooke thing, that would just be uh, tragic. In the words. <laughs> <laughs> um. What else about Night of Champions? What was anything else? I think it was a really good crowd, too. The crowd was into mostly everything. I think they got a little tired at the end. I don't think there was any reason this show should have gone past three hours with seven no, matches. No, 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 They've no, got no, to... Like, they're just, like, kind of fucking off for the hell of it. Like, Okay, I, let's do this. Let's go through the card, and let's do this. We talked about the main event. That ended with, that, ended, that was not a clean finish. Yeah. Because uh, of Jericho interference and the ref bump and, like, I'm like, so sick of like we we need to start tracking these right so, okay so <laughs> that's the main event bad uh question or non-clean finish uh Charlotte the triple threat match of the women uh like Dana Brooke Dana, was involved Dana got involved two to three different times Lana was involved too but that's what I'm yeah. Lana got Lana got involved and, and broke up a, basically broke up a pin or did break up him by swiping a ref out in the ring. Yeah. Uh, the New Day uh, cheated. New Day cheated with, with Francesca. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus went to no contest. Yep, no contest. That's five. <laughs> um, we had five matches. Oh, uh, Jericho beat Jericho did beat Zane clean. Yep. Um, Nia Jax won clean. Hmm. Anything else? I think there's one more match, but my wiki's not loading up for some reason. Actually, oh, I can tell you why it's not loading. It's not in the right Wi-Fi. But either way, you get the drift. Like, right now, we're at two matches that had clean finishes and five that had some type of screwy stuff in it. Yes. I, like, why do we need Why do we need to have that five matches that have screwy stuff in it? I don't understand. Yeah, they. it's It's raw. It, it really is just raw. But that was the main. But that was a pay per view. That was not raw. That was the raw roster. 
Yeah, like they they have they're determined to book Raw a certain way, and people are just not going for it anymore. Oh, T.J. Perkins and Brian Kendrick. Okay, so that. three so three matches, three matches. Uh, they had clean finishes, and five that had some foolishness, some type of chicanery. That's a horrible percentage. Um, T.J. Perkins, the human video game. James, what in the flying fuck was this? This match was awful. You thought it was awful? It was the shits. You thought it was that bad? Yes. There was, like, timing issues. Uh, Perkins just didn't look athletic enough. Like, his, like, it just looked, it looked so second rate. So, so preliminary. So not important. I think they picked the wrong guys to start this with. Like, this should have definitely been Cedric Alexander's spot. Yeah. I... Like, where's Neville? Like, why, you know... Oh, yeah, that's another potential tag team if they ever, like, do, do want to try to actually stick with Neville and Zane, but we'll see. I mean, like, they I haven't seen... They could I haven't do seen Neville that. and Cesaro and just, you know... <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, geez, I... When was the last time Neville was on TV? Earlier this week. He he actually he wrestled Jericho like I wanna say a few weeks ago. Okay. And Jericho beat him. But um uh, I, I was not a fan of the uh, <coughs> of the cruiserweight match. I mean it, I'm not, I am i am not saying that it was a I didn't I'm not even saying it was a good match. I just don't remember I just don't remember it being terrible. I I thought it was not great at all. <laughs> I mean um, the crowd wasn't into it at all. Brian Kendrick. Um, so what does, what does he look like, James? Uh, I mean, I don't have my, I don't have all the all the jokes. Um, Every on time here, Brian but... Kendrick is on your screen, I'd like you guys to try to make as many jokes as possible of what he looks like. Oh yeah, I, I remember. Um, I remember at one point saying that he that Brian Kendrick looks like if White Jesus had a personal relationship with with. Uh, I believe it was Heron. I can't remember. <laughs> I think I think well, I think I said Heron. And then I remember at one point you were like, "He's all like he has racetracks on his arm." I was like, "Nah, he's a wrestler, so he probably looks like <laughs> like as if this was a real thing." I'm saying like, so since he's a wrestler, I'm thinking he probably just shoots between his feet. <laughs> yes, so, shoots at his feet. Yeah, yes. shoots at his feet. So whatever. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. Anyone going through difficulties like that? No, not not nothing against you, but uh, Brian Kendrick is. Uh, he has a particular look. About him. Also, if you uh, if you are having those kind of issues, I suggest you seek help. Um, in all seriousness, um, yeah. Uh, is that enough? Is that enough of a like a of a uh, disclaimer? I no? believe that's that's okay, good. That's just about as serious as it gets from us. But um, T.J. Perkins, this video game thing. I mean, uh, I mean bro, okay, what do you make of this? Real quick, like, no, man, heroin ain't no joke. Like, we, we are in the middle of a uh, opioid epidemic amongst some of our uh, some of our white. Brother, so oh, like it's it's really a, it's really serious out here. Like people are strung out on it. Like you ever see, see some of these videos where they're showing people just like dropping, or nah. they're like in the car, and they're all or they're in the cars just passed out. I know they were on that uh, special K. Oh yeah, the K hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's not it's a little, it's different. A little different. Yeah, okay. but yeah, it's 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 scary out there, man. Like you know, it's that's not something you want to you know overdo or get get caught up in. I mean, obviously it's, obviously, it's like, oh, dumb motherfucker, we're talking about drugs here, but yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you know. But anyway, back to what you are saying about... Yeah, about the, the, uh, the video, the human video game. Um, who is this appealing to? Is it kids? I guess it's supposed to be kids. But the thing, I don't, 
I don't remember they said like, at the Cruiserweight Classics. So like, where did this come from? They, look, then why the fuck they don't give Roman Reigns a fucking video game theme? Then like, <sighs> if they want to appeal to kids, like. They know they. It was like it's supposed to be like an eight bit arcade deal, but it's just like I don't like this. The, isn't Wreck It Ralph? This isn't Scott Pilgrim? Yes, they've been no. promoted so seriously and so well on the CWC for them to come out with that bullshit. It was a slap in the face to wrestling fans everywhere. That, that, that was just everywhere. An insult. It was just an insult to our intelligence. Like, and I feel bad for for TJ Perkins and Kendrick for having to do that. It was just like. It felt like it was just so toned down. That wouldn't have been one of the ten best matches in the tournament. No. Like, and... Ugh, I don't know, man. But, off that, you I, I want to talk about some so stuff think, I like. So you think they got to the main roster and they taught and they taught them how to work? Yeah, you know, they, they probably told them, you can't, alright, you know, all that stuff you were doing, we've got, a, we've got other ideas for you. Yeah. Slap you know. on this here chin lock. Yeah. <laughs> Pull it down. <laughs> Grab a hold. Alright, yeah. Um... So, uh, Monday Night Raw, uh, they opened Raw with a 25-minute match that went to a double countout. Fuck's sake, I can't. And that's what opened the worst uh, rated Raw of all time. Now, we're not sticklers for the ratings, and obviously there were other things like Monday Night Football and also the presidential debate. Uh, Make sure you get out there and vote, folks. Um, They... Well, does it really, like... You know, I'm pretty sure you could tell like who we're ta- who you're probably both going to vote for um, come November. So I'll say this: uh, if you don't think you're going to vote amongst us, you stay your ass at home. Like, if, <laughs> but, if you, but like you know, you know how you know how it is in theory. How they oh, you know shit. talking about when people say that you know your vote really doesn't matter. Like, no, your vote does matter, but the more votes out there, the less it does. So, like, you know, if you're out here kicking in fuck shit, you need to just stay your ass at home. So, my vote count more. So, yeah, you know. Exactly. Kate Ross. Um, we had, we opened the, the lowest rated Raw of all time with a double count out, 25 minute match. <sighs> Who booked that shit? Um, yeah, it, it, it just wasn't exactly what we were looking for. I don't understand why. We got how long do you think this Cesaro Sheamus match went? Uh, Cesaro Sheamus, the Night of Champions. Yes, I want to say it probably went about sixteen, seventeen minutes. So why can't yeah, sixteen minutes? Okay, so why in the world would we get sixteen minutes of that and it ends and it ends and we're like that's satisfying, but we got twenty five minutes of that on free TV. And it, it, it was a double count out. Mm-hmm. It's like, those aren't the same two things. Like, they, they were both draws, but like, those two draws are not the same. Like, one is like, ah, oh, damn, wish this match like, went longer. We had a decisive, this decisive uh, decision. Like, on Monday, I was like, oh my God, can this match just end already? This is just too long. Yep. These guys were just. All of the squeezing. All of the punches. Ain't nothing like a nerve hold. Ain't nothing like a nerve hold, I boy. I don't understand. Uh, we had, you said, the Stephanie and Foley's thing that went on. Uh, we had Jericho <coughs> and, and Owens on the yes. highlight reel. Yes, yes, yes. Selling out, talking all that cash. Rollins comes out there and interrupt. Gets pulled back by security. 
You know, because what kind of babyface ever adheres to security? Um, They should have had Rollins run out through the crowd during the match and attack Owen somehow and then then have the security carry him off. You know, they wouldn't have done that to Brock Lesnar, you know. Right. (laughs) Um, Then Big Cass and Enzo bring their ass out there and do their shtick. Yeah. Uh, How you feel about Enzo Amore, James? Okay, he's better than Braun Strowman, but I still don't want to see either one of them in the ring. I just don't. Uh, I will say this. It is fun watching Kevin Owens beat the crap out of him. Uh, Kevin Owens is really, 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 really mean to Enzo Amore. Like, bro, he's beating on him, and he's like, you should should still be in NXT. (laughs) Like, he's beating on him and saying stuff like that. And like, Holy shit. it's so like it is so funny, bro. Like he is just so mean. He, he did he did the running man he did the mocking running man challenge. Yep, twice. Um, it, it's just Kevin Owens is just excellent. There's a reason he's a champion. Yeah. Aside yeah. from you know they gave it. Aside from Triple H hit the pedigree, you know, and and handed it to him. But um. Let's talk about SmackDown. SmackDown is where it's at, yeah, and yeah. and we've spent far too long going on about not things that aren't SmackDown. <laughs> um, SmackDown has just been the the better book show. It's shorter, and they have an exciting after show, which people go on there and shoot. I'm convinced that the uh, that the promo style on SmackDown is y'all go out there and just say shit to each other until y'all want to fight, and there is no script out there. Um. We had an AJ Styles Dean Ambrose championship match uh, where Cena was ringside and ended up getting involved towards the end. Uh, Styles ended up winning via roll up. Uh, he got out of there and we ended the night with Cena win, uh, holding the, the world title over his head. Uh, and they're really playing up him becoming a 16 time world champion. James, are you ready to see John Cena with the championship for the 16th time? Right now? Like, in the next two weeks? Like, are you cool with this? Not right now. I don't like, think we have to worry about it right now. If, if like, I mean, I don't think he's going to win the title right right now, but, like, let's say, oh, he's the champion at WrestleMania. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, they are building for this triple threat match with John Cena, uh, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose. What do you make of the amount of triple threats that are going on in WWE right now? The amount of triple threats in any given week at WWE since the draft has been way too high. Uh, I mean, like, we don't need a triple threat on every single pay-per-view card. We just don't. I mean, that's my that's my general take on it. Mm-hmm. They, uh... I don't have a problem with Cena eventually winning his 16th title. I'd like to break the record, personally. But they... This is the first time they're really addressing it. They kind of skirted around it around when they did the Jon Stewart thing. They did it after. and But going into it, they didn't really mention it too much. That was just a chatter amongst the fans. But um, with him being portrayed by Dean Ambrose calling John Cena lazy and this being a part-timer, and then Cena's response was kind of, like, perfect. It was like, well, if anyone's calling me lazy, that kind of, you know... Like, him and Dan Bryan basically laughed at that shit on Talking Smack. Like, how can you call John Cena lazy? Like, with all the extra stuff he does, like being in the gym, 
doing all the other stuff, flying across the country to make it to SmackDown. Like, he basically went into a diatribe on Talking Smack about why he missed the Backlash pay-per-view. He was like, you know, because the company felt it was important for me to go to China, you know, and, and wrestle there to build a relationship. So maybe one day Dean Ambrose can be, you know, in a WrestleMania main event in front of 100,000 people in Shanghai. He's like, I'm not going to get to do that. But if I know I can kick the door open for that guy to do that, he can, you know, he gets something out of it. Yeah, that, that sounds good. We're, that's never going to happen, though. So, sounds nice. <laughs> um, like, yeah, that, that that sounds cool about Dean Ambrose potentially having, you know, WrestleMania in China. They're never having no damn WrestleMania in China. Like, you know what the time difference is? You know how far ahead of us they are? Well, they do have the network now, so yeah, because we'll figure it out. Yeah, because we were, just hoping, because we were going to enjoy watching WrestleMania. We were going to have WrestleMania, like, taped. No, we have WrestleMania at, um, at 6 a.m., in the morning, yeah, six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's when the party started, James. That sounds like a great way to. Will get some- you be here, James? <laughs> that sounds like a great way to get some sales. <laughs> Fuck out of here! Then they do the beast in the east, and that wasn't at like five that in the morning. Five thirty in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Um, they- you know what happened? That you remember when the beast in the east? What happened with that? Well, for me, what I watched it on demand. I did not watch it live. Yes, I remember you watching it on why? demand too. Because I value sleep more than fake sports, <laughs> <laughs> or even if it is the pinnacle of fake sports. Oh, man. Uh, and then he went on about Ambrose talking about, you know, he's mad that I don't dress in the same locker room as them and all this other stuff. And he was like, you're right, I don't. And then he went into his reasoning and all that. It was it was interesting just to see, like, AJ Styles is almost an afterthought in this thing. Like, he's just kind of there with the belt. But the heat is between Cena and Ambrose, and I think Styles will end up capitalizing and keeping the title Well, I mean, well, the real thing about it is, like, more than anything, Ambrose needed to be at the forefront of this feud, given what's happened to him over the past couple of months. So, you know, from that perspective, they're, they're doing, I feel they're doing the right thing. Um, and Cena just coming back, like, of course Cena is going to be, like, at the forefront in a, in a triple threat uh, feud. Like, he's the best talker amongst the three, so there you go. Um, I mean, AJ, like, look, man. You see, you've seen his movies. He like yeah, he ain't we know what it that. is. Yeah, he's a champ. He's a champion. He deserves it. Like and so he'll be. You know, like I don't care if he never says another word. He just shows pay per views and runs it. Like for all I care. <laughs> I mean, okay. Um, now, if you're talking about people showing up, uh, there might be someone not showing up anymore. <laughs> uh, apparently, Dolph Ziggler wants to risk it all. For the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, it's for, for the secondary belt, dummy. Man. This man is a former two-time world He looks champion. like he was going to cry during a promo, James. Yes, he did. Like, like he was going to cry real tears. So, like, it's now officially a lot that Miz is, like, the, the promo guy of the year. Bro, he's, like, on another level. <laughs> like, the Miz is officially, actually must-see. Oh, my God. And he's, he's fully, you know... When we talk about guys reaching their potential and their peak, the Miz is here right now. The 2016 Miz, that's like a vintage version. That, <laughs> like, we're going to have to talk about that guy and hold him up. So they're back in Cleveland, and I'm thinking to myself, He's damn. better than LeBron. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, bro, they're back in Cleveland again. It feels like they're, at Cleveland, they're in Cleveland for a Raw or SmackDown pay-per-view like at least four times a year. So... I I'm I'm 
seeing him in the back, and they, you know, they're in the Quicken Loans Arena, the Cavs building, and there's a picture of LeBron, and all of a sudden they say, you know, like Maurice is literally putting up a, pic, a still photo of of Miz in front of LeBron James and his like <laughs> list of accomplishments as like a Cavalier, and I'm I'm dying laughing. I'm thinking this I loved is, every second. I of was it. like. I was, at that point, I think in the uh, SmackDown thread, I posted Miz greater than and left it blank on the other on the other yeah. side. Just like, yeah, he just graded everything. He's he just that dude. Uh, and then he comes out and uh, he he you know he's in his hometown and he he shits on the hometown and he explains everything he's gone through to get to this point. And uh, Ziggler comes out and you can take it from there. He also called LeBron a traitor. Yes, he did. He yep. did call him a traitor. He was yeah. a traitor, and I was winning championships while he was gone. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. It specifically reminds me, it reminds me of um, a time when he used to do podcasts, and he used to say that, like, when he was, whenever he was IC champion or whatever, he'd be like, I am the only champion of the city of Ohio. I am your champion, Ohio. Like, it was funny. Yep. yep. And basically, um,. He said uh, Dolph Ziggler's uh, parents were at ringside, and he told them that they created an elite-level loser. <laughs> <laughs> and the Miz's family was there, so Ziggler like came out and, and looked like he wanted to run it, and then Maurice got between them, and Ziggler uh, told Miz he shouldn't say anything about his parents or his city. Miz basically told him, he was like, look, man, I beat you over and over and over and over again. Ziggler was like, well, you cheated to do it, and before and, Ziggler left. And then he mentions in the, uh, like, look look here, Gene, in the history books, no one's going to remember that I cheated. Yep. They're just going to remember, they're going to see I that. I beat w. you. They're going to remember that W. Um, Ziggler constantly loses all the time. Yes. That's what Miz said. Uh, and he thought that Ziggler's career was absolutely embarrassing and that his parents and friends should be embarrassed for him. Um... More. The Miz said he was going to go celebrate in Hollywood. And then he was going to leave. He walked by Ziggler's parents and told him, you know, you must be so proud. And then Ziggler was like, stop. And he called him like my, he went outside his character. And then Ziggler from there looked like he was in an acting class or something. Um, and he was, he was like, basically told Miz he was right. And he was like, you know, the ring's all I have. But, you know, sometimes the things you love don't love you back. Well, if that ain't sound like Drake, I don't know what did. Like, I don't um, know. <laughs> wow. But I don't... I don't understand how this dude cuts promos like this on a, at this point on a consistent basis and they beat him over and over and over again. Like, this is fucking stupid. Like, how is this dude... First off, if this dude was cutting promos like this on Raw and this was based on merit... He'd probably be the champion on that show right now. <laughs> when he's on SmackDown, and he's getting his ass kicked, by, kicked in by The Miz. Beat like a drum. And he's out here and he's out here carrying The Miz in the ring. And I don't get me wrong, Miz is busting his ass in the ring to put together these matches with him. But Ziggler has been so good for so long that, like, we literally just don't even think of... We don't even, like... like, even like so he's Dwight Howard. We don't even appreciate or consider, like... His his excellence in the ring, as far as on a consistent basis of giving effort and putting guys over and everything, like, and they have not got the part when they've been in the ring, and like I just don't understand like 
this this is better than anything they put like Ziggler and Miz together is better than anything they've put on Raw like since they got together. No, I heard this mentioned on the on the internet. Do you think they're trying to make Dolph Ziggler into Daniel Bryan by beating the hell out of him over and over and over? Like and just over? the way they're presenting him, combined with the losses and the reality. No, because I don't think they ever beat Daniel Bryan this badly. Like, damn. There was always fuckery when Daniel Bryan lost. Right, but at the same time, like, they would let him get it back. He would let him get back momentum by, like, winning on Raw. Mm-hmm. Or beating whoever else to, to get a title shot over and over. Like, he would get to the show and, like, get screwed over somehow, some way, but he would always make it back. This ain't that. Like, they are beating him on TV. They don't give a fuck. They, like, they... Pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. Everything. Like, yes. Like, it's almost like green eggs and ham. Like, they'll they'll beat you anywhere. They will beat you on a train, on a plane, <laughs> in Spain, on the plane. Like, yes. Beat downs for all. Um, so, it, it went on from there. And then he was like, you know, fans come up to me ask, and ask me why, why I still do this. But he can't stop himself. So, like, he's addicted. Yes. You know. Yes. Like Brian Kendrick, addicted. I think I made a comment uh, on the thread of Facebook saying basically like he, <laughs> like, he was talking about WWE like he was rock cocaine. Like I don't, like, I don't, I don't know. You get a hold of yourself, man. Like this man's about to start, you know. <laughs> Holy lord! Like convulsing out here. Uh, so Ziggler was like, you know, just one more time. Let's do it one, one, more time. one final time. Just one more time. And if I can't beat you, I'll, I'll I'm, I'm leaving. If I, no, he'd be like, if I can't beat you, then I'll sell, I'll sell the couch at my apartment for, <laughs> for, for, for $500. For, some, for, for one more match. Just let me get, you got any more than matches, man? <laughs> <laughs> any more than matches? Look, man, that, look, all right, you're going to know some of men when I, uh, sorry, Dolph Ziggler started doing yard work out here for, for some, for some <laughs> Some real cheap yard work for another match. That man will, will offer to fix your car, James. <laughs> you can't trust him to fix your car. Well, at least back then, like back then, they would took you like, took your ideal deck out for one more match. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, we'll see. And they're, and we'll they're see facing that no week. mercy and title versus career. I, yeah. I'm going to assume Ziggler is going to win the title. Yeah. Like, I, I, maybe if, maybe if we. Didn't know that he signed a contract, a new contract extension, just a year ago. Maybe this would be a lot more interesting from that end. Oh my god, what will actually happen now? I'm just like, I mean, let's see, let's see. I mean, don't, they don't. could beat him and then bring him back like months later in the Royal Rumble or something, like you know, and just go back on. It wouldn't be the first time they went back on a stipulation. So well, okay, so when's the last time somebody had to retire and they came back anyway in WWE? They I did a firing one before. Well, fire and retire is different. The authority, well, they got, oh, they, yeah, they got they kind of canned, terminated, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know about the retirement one. Actually. But it, but but John Cena didn't read the terms and condition. All it took was for him to like for Seth Rollins to. That also made no sense. You know why? Because why? John Cena and Edge had all that beef. It, it, but they had made amends over the years. Yeah. And plus, John Cena is also a good a guy. good guy. Look, John Cena. Look, had I been John Cena, I'm like. Man, Edge was always a fuck nigga. He used to cash in money in the bank on me. Fuck that, break his neck. And, and also, I believe also they also uh, mentioned like him and Beth. Fe- Did they mention him and Beth Phoenix kids or no? 
Or they just mentioned nah. he had kids now. Yeah. Yeah, so he has it was a like, now. oh, he's a family man now. You can't, you know, you can't break, you can't ruin the family by having dad have a snap neck. Crazy, like, man. Like, John, it's a fake sport. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> John, it's a fake sport. Don't do it. <laughs> um, okay, so what else is left? Uh, we had Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton walking oh, around the backstage. Shit, I forgot about this abomination. <laughs> Okay, when Randy Orton opened that door and we saw that cardboard cutout of Randy Orton with the eyes cut out, I didn't know whether this was good. Well, I knew it wasn't good, but I knew. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know if it was bad. I can tell you. I didn't know whether it was it it was just bad or funny or both. Because I died laughing, but I knew it was it was just all this was wrestle crap. Like I I can tell you this right now. There is never any point in time where I've ever thought of, Brooke, of Bray Wyatt being anything near um, Matt Hardy and Deletion and uh, Bro- Broken Brilliance and all that. Like, Broken Brilliance is like, brilliant. It's so bad that it's hilarious. Laugh out loud funny. This is just pure shit. <laughs> it is just pure. God damn. It is just pure, like, excrement. I just cannot. I can't, man. It is just not good at all. Like, and then at the end, Bray is like a geek because he gets his. Bro, he's gonna lose. The, he's gonna lose the pay per view match too. I mean, given that, okay, so given that Orton got his ass busted open on last pay per view, they owe owe that man something. And then he lost in that house show, like in six minutes. Hmm. Um. I don't think it's going to look too good for Bray. <laughs> yeah. I don't think exactly. it's going to look too well for Bray. Yeah, um, Bray Wyatt is... So, uh, he's going to have to recruit some new Wyatt family members. I hope Luke Harper comes back. Maybe that's what they do. Maybe, maybe. They, re- they have Luke Harper come off the injury and, and attack Randy Orton during the match or something. Okay, so like... One week, Rowan is not with Bray. The next week, he is. Like, what's going on here? Are they... Are they having trying a, to figure they, it out? Are they having a rocky relationship right now? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, because didn't he like walk out on him or something? And everybody was like, "Oh, Aaron," or yes. something like that. Yes. Um, another thing I want to talk about is uh, Alexa Bliss ruined a good part of my week. You know, <laughs> I watch SmackDown Live like you know the rest of y'all, and I look forward to the fun things on on the show. And one of the things that you know brings light to my day or night is. Becky Lynch and seeing her entrance and she was just about to start cranking up. And all of a sudden, Alexa Bliss came out there and hit the X button, uh, the the run in, and, and just started just whooping her. Uh, Alexa Bliss, you know you were on my week, and I I would like an apology. You can just go ahead and tweet me at richlatta thirty two, and you know I'll read it off on air next week. But um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. The, they had the tag teams. Uh, the Usos yes. have new music, oh, new God. gear. The Usos have been awesome as heels yes, so have. far. Like uh, the, the way they're, they're punking the fans, the, just just yeah. talking shit. The issue is the music is like, yeah, that was that would have been real cool. Like when, like tonight, Hudson Mohawk and Lewis were making those same tracks in 2013. But whatever. You know, wrestling tends to be late on some of those things. Oh, real quick, I, I forgot to mention the Bray Wyatt thing. So, um, when we're done, me or you, I'm going to show you a little bit of uh, True Detective. 
So you get an idea of why this this Bray Wyatt thing is just like, uh, uh-huh. like, just like the whole times of like the whole times of flat circle joke, like times of flat circle and everything Bray Wyatt has done or will do, he will do forever and ever and ever until the end of time. <laughs> like this is the same. Like Bray Wyatt has the same feuds over and over and over about the about the metaphysical bullshit that ultimately. Nothing ever comes to life. Nothing helps. And nothing ever gets developed. And we'll be doing this, talking about his untapped potential, because he talks in shit, he talks in, um, metaphors for the next decade. And maybe he'll win more, he'll start winning more, and, you know, he can have a shot at the title or a shot at, you know, the top of the card. Or maybe he'll be gone. I don't know, but... Like, something has to change with him. There has to be some type of fundamental, like, ground... What if he turned face? How about that? Deal? We tried that before and he got hurt. Yeah, that's his fault. I mean, well, it's not his fault. Yeah, it's not hurt. your fault he got hurt. But, like, but, you know, he got like hurt, shit. and then by the time he came back, they had decided, oh, yeah, we're going to do a brand split. So, that, you know what that means? You stay you, where you at. You go right back to being a hill. Yeah, I don't... Like, I, I was to be honest though, I wasn't really looking forward to like his creatures of the night era of uh, of white. <laughs> creatures of the night. He would, that means he would have had to wear a different color. Like he would have had to wear purple. I don't know. Out there, I don't know. Yeah, man. They um, yeah, they they just. He probably would call them as fireflies. Probably that's probably yeah. what they call them. Um, fireflies, and you know. Had a catchphrase and all that. Ugh. Yeah, Ray Wyatt. Um, so I was watching. I decided to, you know, watch an old Monday Nitro uh, the other night. And 19 years ago this week, Goldberg debuted. Hmm. And that was just randomly. There was a match that started. I need to show you Ray Mysterio versus Silver King. Uh, there was genuinely genuine oh shit stuff that I've seen in that match. That was just void uh, from the Cruiserweight match I saw on Sunday. And this was just Rey Mysterio versus Silver King. Like, you know, and Silver King was cool, but, you know. The next match is Goldberg's debut, and mm. it's just so jarring. It's like, wow. They set this up just so kind of... He didn't have the music by that point, did nope, he? Nope, he was already in the ring, just a, just <laughs> a guy, you know. Just a guy. Yeah, Hugh right. Morris got the full entrance. Everybody was kind of digging Hugh Morris, like... Like not me, and it was cool because he did the backflip off the top rope, and it was like, oh, okay, big dude, you know, athletic out there. But Goldberg just like fucking kills this guy, like he kicks out his finisher and yep. slams him three or four times, and then gives him the jackhammer, and it's like he's like that's one, and then by the next summer he's the world champion. Like, talk about Goldberg, uh, James. Like, oh, I mean, okay, so. Goldberg is WCW's crown jewel. Uh, he was their diamond in the rough that they picked out out of all these guys from the late 90s to be the future of the company. And they fucked it up. Um, he was their... <laughs> so, yep. I mean, for an equivalency guy, I would say ultimately, like, imagine if Stone Cold Steve Austin got hotter than the sun. Like, imagine he got to... Mm, Let's say, like, he got, he, yeah, let's say that 
he wins the belt at WrestleMania 14 against from Sean. And then by the time they even get to WrestleMania 15, he's so fucked up they can't even have him wrestle The Rock. This is pretty much what happened with him. Um, I don't know what to say other than that. They they, they fucked him up. Yeah, uh, a lot of politics. Goldberg was listening to the wrong people I hear around that time, and it was just it was all a big play to get Hogan, Hogan and Nash over at after a certain point, and it was it was just dumb. You know, a lot of the stuff that they did, and it never quite clicked for him. Never got that magic back. He tried in WWE. People just didn't buy it from what I hear. I wasn't watching around that time. But he was kind of exposed. But for a brief moment in time, watching Goldberg, it just was the event. Yeah. Um, when's the last time you watched him destroy the flock? Since his lifetime when it happened. <laughs> yeah, we, I know what we're watching after we do but the this. Goldberg, like, the Goldberg thing was just like, all right. What's what like one crazy thing he's gonna do in this match that like somebody his side should not be doing in this match, like in the in the five minutes of this match is gonna last, and like, and then when's he gonna like spear this dude and or jackhammer him and then we're done like that's the crazy thing about like he had like two of like, the he had like two of the ten best finishers in the business they were both his, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like he was just he dude was awesome man. I understand like, he's not, you know, he wasn't like a great wrestler. You know, I wouldn't even necessarily call him a good wrestler, but right. like he just had it. And WWE's, in I almost said WWCW, right? But huh. WCW, like that of all the things they messed up um, in that era, like the beginning, the Goldberg Ascension, the Cruiserweight Division, um, DDP. Um, this you know the the NWO and Sting, um, Crow Sting until probably the Dark Eighty wins the title. Those are things they knocked out the park. And as much as we give shit about WC or give the shit to WCW, like if I told you to name. All the things that WWE has knocked out the park in a four-year span, I don't think you can name as many as WCW did. Mm. Maybe you can, maybe you can't, but not. But I guarantee you can't say none of them things. Were, like none of the things they knocked out the park were um, things that are things that are um, as big to people that weren't even watching wrestling. Like I don't know if that's because. I don't know if that's fair to even say, but like they they had a nice little run, and like I, I look back on that thinking about it, like if I if I'm looking at it with the um, rosy eyes of rosy colored glasses of nostalgia, <laughs> or if you know I'm just like being too harsh on the product now, uh-huh. but. Like we're getting better matches, I believe, on a consistent basis. Like yeah. uh, overall, um, but like there's something that's just not like hitting. Yep, it's something that's not outside like, of the catching matches. us. Like it's like the writing. I don't know. If it, I don't know if it's the writing. I don't know if it's just the personalities. Like 
Like, they don't have a Scott Hall to just like just make us just stare at the screen. I think a lot of these like, storylines are just bad. Yeah, and incoherent. Like, it, yeah, no, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, they, they, there's a lot of you know improvement that has happened with WWE right now. Like I feel like I mean, if, granted, like you know, these ratings I, from every year. I talk about this all. I talk about this often about how like I stopped watching wrestling after WrestleMania 2000 or 16 because I missed it and I, was, I had it VCR or VCR like DVR, but uh, I had a record on the tape and I. Went to school, and I found out that Monday that Triple H is still champion, and I said, no more. Nope. <laughs> Fuck this. Um, like, so they do they, they do mess things up, but, like, you look at the ascension of some, like, someone like The Rock, like Austin. Um, hell, we talk about this all the time. Look at this. You look at Daniel Bryan's, from Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam 2010 until... Literally the end of his career. Like, that follows a, a, a storyline that involved bad booking and all that. But, like, the whole time there, the whole time there, it was, like, an, it was an enjoyable ride. Yeah. I don't think, can you name a guy, like, the last two years? I, I mean, I feel, like, am I wrong for feeling like they've messed up all three of the show guys? No, and they're all, like, kind of, they're floundering his faces, all of them right now. And they, these and the guys should is, have been so much better. And the worst part is, why are all three of them faces? Like, who would have, like, what? Yeah. I don't know. Um, they, they basically, they jumped the gun too early with Reigns, and the other, by jumping the gun early with Reigns, they had to have Rollins ready too. Which Rollins was an all-world wrestler, so he figured it out. But Ambrose was kind of just kind of left in the middle. But the whole time they were beating him like a drum, and then his credibility, like it came back to roost, like at the weirdest time, like when it was like, okay, we want to make him the number one guy over there. I think he do, he's done a good job. He's done a good job, but like no one just, believes it because yeah, he beat no him like a drum. It. No one believes it, and then the wackiness and the comedy. Like, it I, just never quite. I, I may have said that. I, I've said this to you, but I don't think I've said this on the podcast for. Credibility is like insurance. You never know when you're gonna need you, it. You never know when you're gonna need it, but you always need it. You, it's always great to have it there because you can always fall back on it whenever something, whenever in doubt. And them, they never saw it as that. And they wonder why guys aren't over when you begin to put them to the top when they climb their way up to the to the top. And it's like, well, maybe if you had put that, if you put this belt on Kevin Owens six or seven months ago, eight months ago, yeah, I think everybody would be with that. He'd be a lot hotter than he is now. But they wanted to give it a triple. You put him in WWE. <laughs> you put somebody in WWE. And you push them for, and you put them in programs, and you, you know someone gets their W's or whatever for like three months, five month, three three to five months, probably closer to four. And after that, you win loss. Y'all just trading, y'all just trading and exchanging wins and losses. Yep. 
Well, you wanted, you know, perfect example is this <laughs> shame this is our own thing. Right. Like these dudes had a few for a title for a title uh opportunity and what did it do? It turned into a tag team. With a heel in the face, we don't know which which, which way it's gonna go. Yeah, we don't know if they're gonna turn if they're gonna last, like if there's gonna be another match like a month from now. Like what's gonna happen? Like the only way this makes sense to me now thinking about it is if those two end up in the second match of Hell in a Cell. And I don't think they're going to do that. No. Um, like, I think that's going to be reserved for Rusev and Reigns and yeah. uh, Kevin Owens and Rollins. And Jericho. I think they're going to do a three-way. Really? Yeah. So what? You like, they're going to be like, yeah, but you're going to make Aunt Rollins fight both of these these guys or whatever. And then, Do you think that they'd be better off if they tried, said, screw it, um... We're just going to turn Kevin Owens' face and Rollins' f- Nah, we gave you like three weeks. Nah. Who would he fight if he was a face? Braun Strowman? Like, talking I don't want... Talking about Kevin Owens? <laughs> yeah. Like, Jericho? Like, no, that's not going to work. Not right now. Have why not? Have Rusev attack him? Like... Why, why not Owens' uh, Jericho? I think Jericho's just a comedy act that kind of, like, is moonlighting in the main event. Like, he's not necessarily, like, a main eventer anymore. Okay. Personally. But, um, yeah, I I don't know if it's more telling that AJ Styles came in just immediately and went to the top. I don't know if that's more of a reflection of AJ's ability or the way WWE's handled these guys... You know, and it allowed him to shine that easy. Because if you think about it, like, he got Reigns and Cena pretty much in Jericho. Those have been his, like, three feuds. And those aren't bad guys to really make your name off of. And in the between time, he's wrestled Kevin Owens. He's wrestled uh, Cesaro. He's wrestled, um, or not Cesaro. He's wrestled Sheamus. He's wrestled, um... Pretty much everybody, you know, that there is. Like, Zane, like, he's fought... Uh, no, he didn't fight Rollins. Well, he fought Ambrose, you know. And... These... They've got to figure something out. Like, get Shinsuke Nakamura on the roster. They're so try bad to, to make Try to sign Kenny Omega. Do what you got to do. They're so bad at making faces right now. Like, I, like so bad. I don't understand why they're so bad at this. Like, you know why, Jen? Because the guys, they want to make faces... They're not the guys that people want to like. Like they want, they come up with every reason for us to be down with a Roman Reigns, but they they give Cesaro literally nothing. They're like, yeah, just go wrestle. Like guys that we want to cheer, like like Neville. Like why is he not getting these opportunities? Um, Rollins was woefully miscast. But they they screwed him about the gate when they had him come back, and and then like. He comes back, and then the next day he cuts a promo where he's like, nah, never, nope, I understand y'all want to because it's time, but never mind that. And yep. it went right back to Bournem, and then they were like, oh, never mind, actually, we do need you now, Five, you know, a month later. And, like, it's not really there like they thought it would be because they, they, they did it too late. Would Finn Balor have had a chance at succeeding? Or would his limited kind of range have have exposed itself a little bit more than in the eyes of the average fan rather than just me who felt like I saw it right away when he was with Rollins out there? I think that a lot of their planning 
regardless of how far they actually go into the future with it, but I thought like a lot of their immediate planning was thrown out the window when he got hurt, and they're scrambling, and they're not scrambling well. I mean, it's the best way I can put it. They're not scrambling well. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't know if it's just a thing where, like, we're doing this because it's like, oh, it's football season, and you know how I go. <laughs> and in October, it, it, it was really and bad. And we're just used to, like, yeah, we're used to it being really bad come come football season. Like, when are you going to start just throwing in the towel? But, like. Smackdown no got this problem. That's Yeah, that's a, that's a great counterfactual. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. It, it just, it's just weird that they just don't have any baby faces worth a damn. <laughs> well, at least Reigns was in the main event uh, this week. So. Yeah, yeah, he was the opener in this match. But I think that's going to wrap it up for the show. We don't got really too much more uh, to say. We got a little good talking point to end with. Um, if you guys would like to continue that conversation on, you know, what the WWE baby faces are missing. Make sure you guys check out the Wrestling Squared Circle on Facebook. Over 900 members and counting. Uh, slowly making our way to that 1K. But, yeah, but also, the answer needs to be besides they don't win enough or they're idiots. Because, I mean, we, we, we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure uh, you check out Chad Matthews' show on LOP Radio. The Doc Says this week. Uh, we go in-depth about uh, Night, Night of Champions even more. Uh, then we went uh, here on this show. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the show, share, tell a friend. Um, come watch the show in the Wrestling Square Circle on Mondays and Tuesdays. We you know, do the live threads. Uh, James, you got anything to add before we uh, get up out of here this week? Uh, yeah. Um, Kofi Kingston is a Crimson Mask All-Star. Congratulations, I guess. What does that mean? Crimson Mask, Blood. Really? Yeah. He got bust open? He got bust open. Oh, you didn't see it? I didn't see it. Yeah, man. Like he okay, so that was the second match on Raw. And um he they uh I think it was Anderson. It, just Irish whips him into the still steps and uh-huh. um you see the still steps and you see like all of a sudden like I was like, you know, watching and like mostly paying attention. Right. And um I, I see all of a sudden, I see a bunch of, like, red stuff on the ground after he hits the steps. I'm thinking, like... Oh, yeah. Did he, did he bust himself open? And I'm like, nah, it can't be. So, I, you know, I'm not paying attention. Holy and shit. all of a sudden, he gets back into the match. And then all of a sudden, you just see he's, like, bleeding all over the place. He's like, holy shit. That man caught that Jason Kidd. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm watching it right now. Yeah, and it was bad. And they, I mean... I'm glad that, you know, we talk about, you know... You this know, nigga laughing and smiling? Yes. It looked, like, it looked like he was not... The way it looked to me, it looked like he was not delirious. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, I'm glad that they, you know, given that new day, like, who they, you know, who they're pandering to and um, in the PGA era, like, they immediately decided to get the blood off him because, like, you can't be, like, having blood on you when you're trying to sell stuff to kids, merch to kids. Like, that was a good idea. Like, they, even, they didn't even, you know... Like, they tried not even to really acknowledge it much other than say he got split open. They didn't try to say, like, you know, they didn't try to turn it into a storyline of him, you know, going through a grueling match. Even though it was, right. that was like, you know, these last two, um, New Day, I almost called it the Ascension, that's terrible. These <laughs> last two these last two New Day uh, uh, club matches were like, these are the matches that we should have gotten. Uh-huh. So, 
Like, so I'm glad they didn't play it. They they decided, like, nope, you're not supposed to be bleeding anyway. Just not even going to play into it. Just end the match and get and put a towel over him and get some of this off of him. Incredible. Incredible. Well, yeah, that's going to wrap up the show. Um, make sure you guys come rock with us the next time we do a show. Hopefully uh, next week. Hopefully we don't, like, forget to do the show as it as it happens sometimes. Well, I mean, if you want to put out a whack go-home show pay-per-view, why would I want to watch you I want to do a pay-per-view? Uh, or a, pal- uh, a podcast that's preview true. pay-per-view. That's true. If it's going to be whack, you know... You know, we, we have to protect the brand. Look, and know? that's the excuse we're going to use every time we do one of these. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Like, every time we, like, don't do one, we're going to be like, well, you know, it was a bad episode of Raw. You know, we had to protect the brand. As if, like, you know, the, the best thing for us would be just come out here and just, just rank on the shows about I mean, how bad we, they are. we could just rip off jokes for, you know, 45 minutes, but, you know, we don't know if y'all might get sick of that. We just like to pepper them in here and there, you know. They're putting out trash. We're going to rip them to bits. Yeah. As it says in the intro. But um, that's going to wrap up the show again. Um, <laughs> catch y'all next week. Later. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.